BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. So tonight, I figured it would be a good time to talk about trash. Here's the big question I want to know from the callers. Have you ever eaten out of the garbage? And if not, what? You think you're too good to eat from the garbage? What makes you so special that you don't have to eat from the garbage? What makes you so high and mighty that you wouldn't eat food that you found in a waste bin? I think it's ignorant. I think it's a little pretentious to have never eaten food out of the garbage. I don't trust anyone that's never eaten food out of the garbage. Call from Frankie. Frankie, baby, talk to me. Just chilling like a villain, man. Honestly, can't believe I'm talking to you right now. This is this is trippy. Which villain, Jafar? (laughs) Say what? Which villain, Jafar? Because let me tell you something about villains. They're actually not very chill. Villains, typically, whether they be fictional characters or historic dictators that have committed uh, atrocities, um, they're not very chill at all. They actually are consumed by, I don't know, greed, insecurity, uh, unsurmountable lust of power. So to chill to chill as a villain would actually be to not chill very much at all. I mean, I can't oh. think of a chill. Can I? Does anyone know any chill villains? Can you think of a oh. single villain that you were like, I would hang out with that villain? Doctor Evil. Doctor Evil. Okay, I I could see that he because he's bumbling. You don't he you don't feel like he actually has the capacity to hurt you. No, no, he's like kind of a moron. I'm also a bit of a moron, so I think, you know, if I think Scar kind of cool from the Lion him. King were was a real person, <laughs> I would not want to hang out with them because I I feel like they would try to kill me and steal Probably. my money and my food and <laughs> live in my house and claim it as their own. Have you ever eaten from the garbage, man? No, but I think if I really had to, I I probably would, but. But no, I, I can't think of a, a single time that I've ate from the garbage. If you really had to, you would. So <laughs> say if, I, yeah. if you you had no other means of, of of obtaining food, you would find it within yourself to eat from the garbage. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if if I absolutely had to, I don't know. I 
I'd probably steal before I ate from the garbage, honestly. Okay, so you saying that if you absolutely had to, you're looking at eating from the garbage as a very undesirable last resort, correct? That's correct. Let me give you some advice. Here's what you should do. I think, what's your name? Frankie. Frankie, once a week. If you eat three meals a day, it's 21 meals a day. Okay. I mean, that's 20, 21 meals a week, right? One of your 21 meals a week, eat it from the garbage. That you know way, what? that way, Frankie, is it Frank or Frankie? It's Frankie. But okay. my friend's Because it'd be weird Frank. if it was just Frank and I was like calling you Frankie like you were like my boyfriend. <laughs> it's okay. You can call me Frank if you want to. Frankie. You should eat one of your 21 meals a week from the garbage because that way, when you do come across this worst case scenario in which you are left with no other choice but to eat from the garbage, it'll be that much less painful because it's something you've already done before. You need to train yourself to be able to do it. So I think that you need to eat at least one of your meals a week. This has to be a meal a day. You don't have to eat from the garbage every day, but once a week, eat from the garbage just so that you're primed to do it when the... If the possibility comes up that you have to. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, I've received a lot of uh, advice through my life, but this, this is like life changing advice. I, I'm definitely going to take it. I'm happy to help Frankie. Thank you so much for calling. Oh, thank you, Mr. Gecko. I hope you have a good stream. Thank you, man. You too. You have a good night. All right. You too. Yeah. I forgot. I, I said you too. I'm such a fool. I must look ridiculous right now. Having said you too to him when he said, have a good stream. Fine, thanks. How are we doing? Do you, you said thanks. Is it? Do you think asking someone how they are is like really doing anything for them, like doing them enough of a service of some kind that you should thank them for it, or is it at this point just a neutral sort of formality that really mean, deserves no thanks? I mean, in some ways, when you're asking how someone is, it's not like you're automatically repeating a sentence like, okay, so how are you doing? Like you're throwing it back. I suppose you're actually want to know how I am doing. So I'm glad for that. Thanks. What's your name? Peter. Peter, are you in Scandinavia right now? No, you have two more shots to guess where I'm from. I have only two more shots. Yes. Are you from Scandinavia? Nope. Are you from Scandinavia? <laughs> no, I'm from Brazil, man. You're from Brazil. Okay, there we go. See what I did there? I, I used a strategy, which was all I really wanted was to know where you were from. And so I, know, I, I know. learned that information as quickly as possible. So I just immediately sort of spam answered the same answers that I would finish up the three shots and get immediately to the answer. I know. But I wouldn't hide it anyway. I know you wouldn't. 
Because you seem like a good guy. I am. Have you ever eaten out of trash? That's something. I have never eaten from the garbage, but I have eaten things that would go to garbage. Is that considerate? Mm. You have uh, I mean, uh, sort of proactively eaten I mean, garbage. It's like um, when we used to do those things, because here in Brazil it's a freaking chaos, but when we had bars or restaurants, mainly bars because people gotten drunk and they usually leave things on the table. But when I sit next to a person in a group of friends, and normally people leave like leftovers, but it's not like half eaten or something. It's like almost perfect leftovers. And mm. I had no shame in like, let me take those. It's freaking perfect because if I leave it on the table, the waiters were going to throw them away. So like the other call you answer it, it's like it would be trash, but if I eat it, mm. it's not trash anymore. So that's so something back when bars were a thing back before bars were closed, you would go up to like say a table of people who you did not know after they had left. No, no, no. After they were gone. Sticks. After they after were they, gone. Okay, yes. Yes, after they were gone. All right. So a table of people who you had never met in your entire life ordered a thing of mozzarella sticks. Um, they were too busy enjoying each other's company and each other's love that they didn't even notice that they had them. And then they walked away, they walked away leaving three perfectly good mozzarella sticks um, at their table. And then once there was no sign that they were coming back and that they had abandoned their mozzarella sticks, you walked over and you um, started eating them. Exactly. Hmm. That's you know, something I, I'm I, I'm really not ashamed of, really. Uh, let me ask because you because many people do that. Do you really? Is that a common? That's a common thing in Brazil. It's not in Brazil, generally speaking. I mean, people usually hide those things, but when you're you know, when you're trying to save money or when you're just I mean, we back in the day we were not really ashamed of touching other people's belongings because there was no risk or. When we were drunk, we would eliminate those risks on our heads, but we would take them if they were perfectly fine. But if we see that it was half eaten or or something, most people do that. Mm. Seriously. Mm. So you most people limit. do that. And by the way, I don't know anything about Brazil, so anything – you could really tell me anything is part of Brazilian culture, and I would just take it at face value. I'm, I would be very – I'm in a position where I'm very easily lied to about this because I don't have any – No, but uh, I'm not, not going to lie, but – I know you're – But let me, let me just – Because you seem – But it's like we have like seven – We have like 700 people on the stream, but let me say we live in the mass right now. We have no idea. It's like – India, but 10 times worse because India actually is kind of respectable on, on the international community. We are like, I don't know, outcasted by uh, since since we had this government. It's it's terrible. I don't even want to talk about it because it's too it's too too depressing. I mean, that oh, that shit, thing. I feel bad. I just told right the kid to go yeah. to South America. No, but South America is safe if you are from another country. I mean, you're going to spend just a little time here. You're not going to live here. You're not going to build a life here. Building a life here, it's really depressing. Why is it really depressing to build a life there? Because recently, every good thing that you could imagine is starting to 
to be a privilege. You know, vaccines here are a privilege. A good job is a privilege. Having a nice way of transportation is a privilege. It's not like a right anymore. And when rights become privileges, we are all screwed. And that's that's depressing. Mm. Yes. Do you feel as though you have a good life now? I mean, I I have a good life now, but if I had the same life, where I, I mean, I'm 29, I'm doing my master's, and I have some regular income, but if I had this life, like 10 or even seven years ago, I would be much better, much, much better. Why Things do you say gotten if you worse. Had this life ten or seven years ago. What do you mean by that? We had more opportunities back in the day. Sure. Not like now. I'm I'm finishing my master's in like a few months, and I'm completely stuck. Either I go to a PhD and I start a four-year cycle, or I go look for a job which is non-existent in my field. Yes, but all that, oh, my field, it's kind of confusing, but I'm a lawyer, but I actually research on health. Like people on chat were saying, it's like health inequality. It's Mm. sort of my field of research. Why are there no jobs available in the fields? Because when you finish, when you finish, when you finish law school, Either you go to a law firm to work like a slave for a tiny, tiny salary, or either you, you try to be a public defendant or a, I don't know, a public attorney or a judge or something which you need to study very much. They're, that's, they're very, it's, it's a broad field with little opportunities. That's what I'm saying. What do you think you're going to do next? I guess I'm I'm going to face my PAT and try to try to research a little bit more and maybe if situation gets better try to find an opportunity out here maybe there in the US or Canada or in Europe I don't know staying here it's it's less and less of a choice. Well, what did you say your name was? Peter. Peter. Well, look, yes. Peter, I, I, I really do hope things get better for you. Thanks. It's it's not like it's hell, at least for me. It's just harder than it could be. And that's that's really not a good thing to be in. Well, at least you can always go to the bar and take mozzarella sticks off people who've left them there. Maybe, if there are still... Because I'm vaccinated, I don't worry about it anymore. I'm just worried about my parents and people I live with. So after everyone I know gets gets vaccinated, I'll go back to my to my older life. Well, I wish you good luck, Peter. Thank you so much for calling in. Thanks, Gecko. I appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for sharing your, your story with us. Thanks, man. Goodbye. Goodbye. Call from Jay. Jay? Hey, what's up, Gek? How you been, buddy? Jay. 
How have I been? Um, yeah. I, you know, I'm doing my best. Before the stream, here's what happened is before the stream, I like totally didn't feel like streaming because I didn't have any energy. And now I have more energy. I feel better now. Oh, and so now I'm excited. You got that reptilian energy. It's like you got a new tail. Yeah, I think it, like, it comes right when you need it. <laughs> doesn't always. It doesn't always, to be honest with you. There's medication for that, but, you know, you're too young for that. I'm too young. How old do you think I am? 14? Because you'd be correct. In gecko years, maybe. Probably in gecko years. I, yeah. I, You know, a lot of people, every time someone's like, oh, man, I wish I was 14. Or like, I wish I was back in school. I hate being an adult. They don't remember what it's like because it's truly terrible. I wish I had a Mayfly's lifespan. Like, if you knew you only had 24 hours from start to finish, what a, what a, what a life. Having 24 hours to live... Well, I mean, what would you what would you do if you had only twenty four hours to live? Where would you go? What would you do? I'd go over to the prettiest mayfly at the colony's house, I guess. Stool for starters. And then that's I would, it. And then I, You'd have no, sex. no. That was that's for starters. I said for starters. And then I have wings, so I'm obviously going to start flying around and seeing all the sites that I can't afford to fly to without wings. No, I mean you as a person. No, this is this. Oh, straight mayfly. Okay, so me as a person, twenty four hours yeah. to live. Yeah, twenty four hours to live. Well, I I probably have to hijack a plane because I don't have wings. That's where the hijack. Hijacking a plane <laughs> would take so. Hijacking a plane would take months of preparation. You'd have to get a whole team together. You don't have time for that. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Jay. You're right. Twenty four hours. Twenty four hours. I probably have to learn to fly then, which I that feel takes, like I even longer. It takes years. <laughs> If you if you have eight years on this life, it takes years. But if you only have twenty four hours, you're talking fifteen to twenty minutes. <sighs> Jay, have you ever eaten out of the garbage? So I've eaten trashy things. I don't know what my what's my man's tre treasure is. Another man's you know what another man's junk is another man's treasure. So what sure. I would say is trashy that I've eaten. Um, we call it the kibble special. So it's dry dog food eaten as cereal, but instead of milk, use Barton's vodka. So it's it is it is not technically in the trash, but some people would consider that a trashy way to eat food. Dog food with vodka. Yeah, eaten with a spoon. With a spoon, I'm not eating it with my hands. You know, a soup spoon, perhaps Spartan's vodka. Maybe if I'm feeling nice, I'll go to New Amsterdam and then sure for kibbles. So it softens. It's a soft food. Now, is this something that you have, uh, are eating as part of a hazing ritual, or are you eating it of your own volition? Uh, it's more of a, an economic situation that I find myself in. It's, it's, it's the most viable thing. You know, Whole Foods is uh, out of my price range, so next best thing is uh, Kibbles and uh, Martins. You know, I bet a lot of people are shitting on you right now, but I want you to know, I think that's very smart. I think I might, what I might try to do, same to, same to the guy who, who I told about eating trash, I think I might try to start eating dog food once a week just yeah. so that I'm primed to do it in if the event— that I enter an economic situation in which I have no choice but to eat dog food. The hilarious thing is everyone on this stream has looked at wet dog food and thought maybe. And people who think I'm lying don't actually know me because this is not something I'm making up. I have done this several times in real life. How, like, how much is several times? Like Three to five. Three to five, only one of which was motivated by a bet for money. The other one was like revisiting an old friend. Hmm. Uh, it, the taste of wet dog food, could you compare it to anything else? Um, it's like, um, I would say, um, a whole brand cereal, um, mm. but with a little a little spice, like a little ginger Barton's in there at the end. 
Uh, is it always with vodka? You ever do almond milk or Sprite? Mm. Maybe rum chata, maybe rum chata, but, you know, uh, obviously I think there's room for experimentation there just with anything in life. You know, variety is a spice. Uh, so actually, now that you said that, I think I'm going to make myself a bowl. Well, listen, Godspeed, Jay. You're a frugal <laughs> hero and an inspiration to us all. It's a pleasure chatting with you, Jack. Keep him in. You as well. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh, yeah. That's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8-Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Call from Jerry. Jerry? Oh shit, am I on? You're on the thing. Oh my gosh, I've been trying for weeks. Mm, 
Jerry, listen. What, Jerry? What, what are you uh, clicking? You're clicking something. Does anyone else hear this clicking? Uh, yeah, I was playing Red Dead All Stop. <laughs> are you still playing it? Uh, no, I put it down. Are you winning? Uh, I was doing a mission. Who, who's in the background? Someone just asked you who you're talking to. Uh, that's my little sister. Can I talk to her? It's a guy on the computer. Uh, she's, she sounds uh, like she's 14. No, she's like eight. Yeah, I'm oh. eight. You can come back in when I'm done. How old are you? Uh, I'm 18. You're 18. Wow, so 10 years after you, your parents wanted to have another child. Uh, yeah. Well, I have a little brother that's uh, five years younger than me. Mm. Why did she ask who your little brother is? She should know who her that's her big brother. Yeah, she's uh, I don't know. Get out! No. Hang on. I, uh, All right, now we'll wait. Okay. No. Thanks. Uh, she's not. Okay. I heard a door close. Yeah, now she's right, banging on the door. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you feel like you have a good relationship with your little sister? Uh, yeah, I'd say it's pretty good. Um, they live with their dad, so I only see him on weekends, but, uh, yeah. Who do you live with? Uh, my mom. Why'd you pick your mom instead of your dad? Uh, well, like different dads. Oh, so, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So you, so their dad is different from your dad. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense because I was wondering why, if they were both married, why you know you would have a kid and then have such a long gap before you have new kids. But I guess that would make sense because you want to have new kids with the with that partner. Yeah. Have you ever eaten out of the garbage? Uh. I I was watching the stream for a few minutes and I was thinking about this question. Um, I not that I can remember, nothing like memorable to me. Um, I feel like there was a time where like I put something like like I just threw it away and then like I went to go eat it or something like because there was still food there. But I, I don't know. I just probably if I had to give an answer. Do you think you're too good to eat out of the garbage? Uh. I'm usually just one to like finish my food, and uh, I don't know. There's never really like food in the garbage. It's like they still like you know anything to eat. No, it's just like actual garbage. You know, just already like no food left. What is the difference between garbage and actual garbage? What do you mean by actual garbage? Like take like a chicken piece of chicken. You know, like there's just bone left. Sure. You know, and you just throw that away or something like that. You never eat like a bone? A, I've, I've gnawed on a bone pretty heavily you've one time. You've gnawed, you've gnawed on a bone. Yeah, really sucked the All flavor right, so off of it. you haven't eaten garbage, but you've gnawed on garbage. Uh, no, the chicken bone isn't like... I didn't gnaw on that after it was in the garbage, no. Uh... Okay, but that once point, you've eaten, okay, but, but, okay, but you said you use chicken bone as an example. You've eaten the chicken off the bone, and then the bone then becomes trash. If someone were to say, "Hey, are you keeping the chicken bone?" You would say, "No, I'm going to throw it in the trash because it's it's no longer food. It's, it becomes trash." But then when you I go guess. on it, when you gnaw on it, it you're you're gnawing on trash. 
I guess. I would consider it. I, it's so not if you trash, would gnaw so on I, a bone, actually throw it away. why wouldn't That's you gnaw part. on like a used paper towel? What's the distinction between those two things? They're both trash. Uh, one of those is considered food, I guess. All right. So you're basing your definition of what you would or would not gnaw on on what is generally acceptable by society to gnaw on. I guess, yeah. Well, listen, what you say your name was? Uh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah, I consider you to do a little bit more thinking for yourself as opposed to living by society's expectations. Uh, yeah, I probably need to work on that a little bit. I appreciate you very much for calling, and you have a wonderful night, and you have a beautiful family. Um, could I ask you one question now? Sure. Um, I've been having trouble. I've actually, this is one thing, the, the reason why I wanted to call. I'm trying to call for weeks. Um, uh, so I'm about to graduate high school in a few weeks, and um, I'm not really sure like what to do. So I'm taking like a gap year. And nice. I don't know if I like want to go to college or like what my next step would be. Mm-hmm. You know, because like it's so many possibilities. So uh, yeah, I, I don't really know what to like do. You know. Interesting. How much money do you, do you have money saved up? Uh, no, I was planning on getting a job uh, after I graduated. So, mm, uh, yeah. you had a little bit of money, I would say you should travel while you're young. You could do that. Uh, well, or you could apply for one of those, thinks- like, you know, you could apply for like a work away or something like that. Or apply yeah. to work at a hostel. I know it's a little bit, you know. I mean, you could do, you do something in like South America or somewhere where they're accepting um, international visitors. But um, if I were in that position, that's probably what I would do is I would try to travel or have some sort of experience like that. Because um, any, anything that will open you up to any sort of new possibilities of things that you can do with your life. Don't do yeah, – I, I had a friend who took a gap year and he just kind of did absolutely nothing. As long as you don't do absolutely nothing, you'll be fine. Um, I would either – Go out of my way to learn, gain some kind of experience or to start putting a dent in your savings account and building it up by getting a job and not spending any money. Yeah, because I want to be a screenwriter. That's like uh, my goal. And uh, so I kind of wanted to get some like experience before I really kind of started down that path, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, listen, if you want to, you know, write things, you got to, you know, live a life of some kind. Yeah, so that's kind of what I was trying thinking. to find some sort of experience. But yeah, look into workaways or something like that where you can travel without a lot of money. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll look into that. Thanks. Of course. You have a wonderful night. You too. Call from Emily. Emily? Call from. No, Sarah Lee, like the bread. What bread is named Sarah Lee? <laughs> Sarah Lee, like the bread, like Sarah Lee. I'm not familiar with Sarah Lee bread. What? Is that a brand of bread or a type of bread? It's a brand. Sarah Lee bread. Is it only in a certain region of the world? I've never heard of this. No, I think it's everywhere. They even have a little jingle. People like to sing it to me all the time. What's the jingle? Oh, geez. Well... Nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. It's the jingle is just nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee's. Yeah. Like, I don't really. Could you sing it? Because I feel like if you sung it, it be it would make more sense. Okay. It's like nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. Is that that's the whole jingle? There's not even like another that's, stanza. 
that's it. That's the whole thing. I mean, it's pretty good, though. Like, D Am I crazy here? Do you guys know what, what Sarah Lee... Am I crazy here? I've never heard of Sarah Lee bread. They also make, like, cheesecake and ham. They make ham? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it good? Um, I think that is pretty objective. You think it's objectively I'm, good? Yeah, I'm not really into it, but I know, you know, some people are. Sarah Lee, what do you do with your life? Well, I'm an artist. And I have guinea pigs. You're an artist and you have guinea pigs. Yeah. What kind of art do you tist? So I like to do all, all of it that I possibly can besides uh, digital art. Mm, you're you're a, a Luddite. I suppose. I've never heard that word. Well, I've never heard of Sarah Lee's bread, so now we're even. Yep, I suppose. You you do everything except for digital. Uh, what do you what, what what do you what inspires you as an artist, Sarah Lee? Um, what inspires me as an artist? I'd say seeing everything as art. Seeing you see everything as art. Yeah. The Sarah Lee's bread jingle. Would you consider that art? Yeah, I think I would. Mm. Would you consider it good art? Yeah, yeah, I think it's short and sweet and to the point. It's it's successful. Is eating a Milky Way art? Absolutely. Mm. Why do you think so? Well, I think it depends what angle you look at it from. I feel like Milky Ways themselves are obviously art. And then, you know, the performance of eating one could be art. The act of being aware of the experience of eating a Milky Way. Sure. Art. Right. The art of, of you know, soaking up the full extent of an experience. Like the ability exactly. to really hone in and uh, taste the taste and smell the smell and really feel feel attached to your senses of the experience. I mean, there's an art to the perception of, of really getting all you can, soaking all you can out of the experience. Exactly. Hmm. Okay, so there's definitely an art to uh, eating a Milky Way. Do you have a blanket definition that you would give of art? Ooh. See, that one is really really hard and I was not prepared for such a question. I was pretty prepared for the trash one. Um, blanket definition of art. I think um, expressing your experience is expressing art. your experience is art. I like that. I like I like this one line um it's from an ideas and abilities song, but it's the hidden variable is that all that is is art. I like that. Sarah Lee, have you ever eaten out of the garbage? 
Yes. Yes. So, um, um, you know, like the guy from Brazil, I do that. I have done that as a server. I've put, you know, leftover dinners and stuff in a box. Take it home. No shame. Um, eat it right there. Whatever. If it's something that someone I love would like, you know, I'll take it home to <laughs> take it home to them. Um, but also, I eat out of the dark, out of the dumpster as much as possible. Like when I'm living my best life, I feel like when I'm being my best self, like that's when I'm checking the dumpster at Aldi before I go into the store for groceries because Aldi's dumpster is really hooked up and you don't really know what you need inside until you stop there because there's a lot in there. What have been some of your greatest finds from the Aldi dumpster? Oh, man. Um, okay, one time I, I got a dump, oh, the Aldi dumpster, okay, specifically, because my favorite dumpster experience was from a fancy chocolate store. But the Aldi dumpster, uh, one time I filled up my whole trunk with peaches that weren't even ripe yet. Wow. You always go and every time you go grocery shopping, you always check the dumpster beforehand to see if you can get anything for free. Now, that is what I aspire to do. There have been times in my life when I have done that. Um, but like I said, I would say that's when I'm living my best life. Like I'm being the most productive at life is when I'm not being lazy and just going in the store. Like I'm taking care of that dumpster first. Right. You mentioned you mentioned this as a sign of you living your best life, and that sort of piqued my curiosity. Why do you consider this to be a sign of living your best life? Because you feel as though you say it's because you feel more productive when you go dumpster diving as opposed to going into the store like everyone else. Yeah, and I still do go in the store. Um, I just feel like it's more productive for me to make sure... I check the dumpster first. I feel like it's sustainable. And um, it's fun. And you never know what's going to go on in there. Right. There is a deep sense of excitement and curiosity in dumpster diving. You never know what you're going to find. Exactly. Do you ever experience any fear of the unknown when you're dumpster diving? Maybe you'll find something unpleasant. Occasionally, you know, and one time there was a store that had a dumpster um, and they really didn't like you to dumpster dive during the day. And I found out it was because, and a friend of mine witnessed this, but it was because one time during the day someone was dumpster diving and another customer was very offended about it and, and started yelling at him. And so the dumpster man yelled back and they were verbally fighting. And at the end of the day, like the guy who was offended ended up shooting the guy in the dumpster. So that's kind of scary. Like people don't really like it. He ended up shooting the guy in the dumpster. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was that mad. Why? I I, I can't imagine that someone would be so upset and offended by someone else's, you know, victimless actions to shoot them. 
yeah, he felt like it was wrong and he was getting things for free. But, like, there was good things in that dumpster. That particular dumpster, like, my friend would bring home, like, those big pieces of salmon, like, really big, um, still frozen, still good. Many of them. Sometimes, like, the flower department would throw away all their bouquets. So that was like a real good dumpster. So he was just mad that like he probably felt insecure about doing that himself. Jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, Sarah Lee, before we go, um, any naysayers out there, if there are, if anyone after listening to this is not fully convinced that dumpster diving is the way to go, what would you tell them? Um, I would say to... Um, let people live their lives. They're not hurting you. And, um, it's okay if you don't want to do it, but, um, you don't have to stop other people from doing it because it's just the trash. So why do you care? And yeah, more trash for the people who don't mind. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for saying so I, I was trying to say uh, sharing, but I said sharing because your name is Sarah Lee. Thank you so much for sharing, Sarah Lee. You have a great rest of the night. And well, I hope, thank you. I wish you, you I wish you many um, great dumpster finds in the future. Thank you. Good night. Hey, folks, this is Lyle here with a very quick message. Just letting you know that this podcast does not have any advertising in it as of this very moment. But if you would like to support and make it easier for me to do more Therapy Gecko in the future, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Forever, and for only $5, you can make it a heck of a lot easier for me to put this whole shebang together. That is patreon.com slash Forever. You also get access to exclusive streams, exclusive Gek content. You also get access to the exclusive Gek Legends Discord. Patreon.com slash Lyle forever. All right, back to the calls. Call from Alexa. Alexa. Oh my gosh. Am I really on? No. No? Oh, okay. Just oh, kidding, right. Alexa. <laughs> I'm just joking around. Sorry, I'm in, I'm just I'm in a really jokey I'm in a really jokey mood. So I decided to play a little bit of a joke on you, but it's you know, I think I got it out of my system. Well, <laughs> uh, you got me. It's all good. It's a, it's a joking kind of day, I guess. It's Friday, and it's a relaxing day, and uh, I'm just chilling. Let me ask you: Do you do you truly believe that it is a joking kind of day, or were you just saying that to you know as a way of furthering the conversation and acknowledging what I said? Uh, a little bit of both, honestly. Um, I would it was definitely furthering the conversation, but also, you know, there's some truth to it. Uh, I feel like today in general, I've just kind of kind of like a nutty day. Not like anything worth talking about, but just like, you know, work-related stuff and just kind of waiting until the weekend and, you know, kind of hang into that. What is it like? What am I trying to say? Like, not like cliffhanger. I can't think of a word right now. It's like a... Uh, you said today like, is uh, nutty. Yeah, it, but it always is for me. What do you do? Uh, I work in IT. <clears throat> mm. So, yeah, I work in IT. I'm not going to bore you with like... The details behind that but i just i work in it for a really large company and it just gets crazy sometimes so it's always nice to like not be working sometimes because it's just much more relaxing than when it when i am i suppose 
what percentage of uh, you know IT problems that you deal with on a daily basis are solved by turning the system off and back on again? <laughs> An embarrassing amount. <laughs> An embarrassing amount. But actually, the majority of the problems that we have are just people not communicating. Not re- reality of it. Um, like, sometimes it's just Somebody misunderstood something and they built something they really weren't supposed to build or like sometimes it goes through like different countries too, like depending on if you are like outsourcing some stuff or whatever. And so it just stuff gets lost in translation. I'll say that much. So hmm. do you consider yourself a good communicator, Alexa? Yes. I, I do. I like people. I don't want to. Okay. That sounds kind of cocky. I don't mean to like that. No, <laughs> um, no. Look, uh, I, I rarely do we hear people who like people. I, I feel like that's the unpopular sentiment now is liking people. I feel like everyone hates people now. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's, it's, it's actually kind of sad. Like I was, I was thinking about it the other day. Um, cause I, I do like people. I like talking. I like just, you know, sitting down and having a conversation. That's actually why I think I started watching your stream probably about, a month and a half ago and i just oh, i like how what wait what <laughs> oh nothing oh and i just um like i like how insightful your conversations are and yeah i just really like i also like talking to people so it, it was something that i noticed um specifically with the pandemic because you know everybody's just so i would say distant now and kind of lonely in some cases or just it's different like things are weird and so you don't really get to have that like interpersonal communication like you would have in like real life when we weren't going through this together and so it is kind of sad and it seems to be the norm i I agree with that you know it's interesting because uh, you know i i started this during the pandemic and i kind of started this because of the Uh pandemic not really because of the pandemic but i don't think if the pandemic never happened i don't think i would be doing this um and i feel like i have spoken to more people post pandemic than i would if there hadn't been one which has been an interesting thing really? for me, because you know, I'm because I'm talking to all these people on the stream, um, and you know, people I just meet because of you know doing this. And when when you know before pandemic, you know, I was only talking to like you know whoever was in my vicinity. Right. Oh, that's well, listen, Alexa. Mm-hmm. Alexa, have you mm-hmm. ever eaten from the garbage? <laughs> so I thought about this question and. It's both a yes and a no. I have to say no because it goes against like my entire culture. Um, so I'm Italian, like actually Italian, not like New York Italian, like born and raised in Italy. And if I admit it to eating out of the garbage, my like my grandmother will roll over in her grave kind of thing. Because <laughs> like food is a big part oh, of our yeah. culture. Is that the, there you go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and it's like a big part of, you know, food in Italy is like a spiritual experience almost. So I can't admit to that. However, I went to college <laughs> and uh, I, I certainly have um, like not like rummaging, <laughs> certainly not to like that extent. But I mean, there have been instances where like I've gone to I can't believe I'm admitting this in front of like all these people. Um, but there, there has been like an instance <laughs> where I've kind of thrown something out and then I've kind of re-examined after I started out and like, oh wait, I didn't need to throw that out. There's something on there. <laughs> what, what was it that you threw out? Oh gosh, what was it? Um, I can picture the plate. Like, that's the weird thing. I can picture the plate. It was like a 
bus, like a, I'm, I'm going to talk through this because I don't remember exactly what it was, so maybe I'll get there. <laughs> um, it was like a small, like paper plate, uh, you know, like the ones that you can get, like mm. Walmart or whatever. Tell and me what was I, on it. it was like, it was orange. I can't, I can't remember it was what it was. Orange. Was it a pasta dish of some kind? Was it a no. meat? Oh, no, you know what? It was, I think it was hummus. Bowl. I think it was no, it was not meatballs. Hey, that's not a thing. Anybody who's wondering that spaghetti and meatballs—that's not a thing in in real Italy. You can have meatballs on the side. You can have like spaghetti and ragu, but like together, that's not a thing. Sorry if I I, like ruined some people's (laughs) nights with that one. Allora, I like that word. I like allora. I know. I I speak. I was about to say, ma sei italiano? Oh, wow. Chissimo di italiano. Oh, my goodness. Ho studiato tre anni fa. Oh, ma sei bravissimo. See, I have no idea what you just said just now, but... Um, oh, you're wonderful. That was really good. <laughs> grazie mille. Well, thank you so much, Alexa. I appreciate you calling in. Well, thanks for having... Thanks for everything that you do. Thanks for having me, and keep up the good work. It's awesome. Thank you. Buona serata. Anche te. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. We did. Good morning. Baby, it's a brand new day. Experience a different tomorrow with Norwegian Cruise Line. Book today and get 50% off your cruise to Alaska, Europe, and beyond. Plus, everyone can enjoy their vacation with free unlimited open bar, free specialty dining, and more. Visit ncl.com, call your travel advisor, or 1-888-NCL-CRUISE. Offer ends soon. Norwegian Cruise Line. Ships Registry, the Bahamas and USA. Restrictions apply. The rest of my life gonna start today. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the creamy tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Call from Mason. Mason. Call from yes. Mason. Yes. Mason. Call from yes. Oh, hold on, hold Mason, on, hold on. Tur- Mason, turn your You're stream off. Your audio spice, I know. I know. I am. Okay. Okay. Hello. Mason, what year were you born? Two thousand three. All right. So you're. 18, 17? Yes. To which one? I'm 17. Oh, shit. Mason. Mason, I can't. I don't talk to anyone under 18 on the stream, dude. Oh, dang. I turned turn 18 in two months. Call Wait, me give then. It, give it to me 
Wait, wait, wait. Can you can you can you talk to my brother? He's eighteen. He's over eighteen. All right, sure, I'll talk to your brother. Gecko, 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 listen to me. I'm, I'm a little upset at the moment. Why are you upset? I've been trying. How old are you? I'm almost 20. I'm 19. All right. I turned 20 in like literally exactly a month. But that's that's not besides the point. I'm legal. Sure. I'm, <laughs> I've been trying for days. And I introduced my brother to the Gek Nation 20 minutes ago. And he gets in after calling like for 20 minutes and I've been trying for a couple of days. I just want to want to know what that's about. Hmm. Well, okay. So you've been trying for so, for so many, for so many times. Uh, and now that we're finally here, what's your name? My name is Taylor. Taylor. I mean, look, how can I help you, Taylor? Listen, I just, you know, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I do therapy, and I get no help from that. So I don't. I don't know what what would be different here. What do you talk to your therapist about? Uh, a lot of a lot of things. Uh, a lot of it goes back to my ex, and I feel like that's the same thing with my brother as well. We both have issues letting things go. Interesting. Okay. What What is this obsession with your ex? Uh, me specifically, I uh, was the first person. I don't. I can't speak for my brother past that. And I know he's probably not upset about or upset about me saying that, but we'll get past that. With me, it was the first girl I ever slept with or ever did anything with. I went to her prom, did a lot of things. And then sure. she decided to, um, when I was at work one day, make an account to uh, sell not OnlyFans. This is different from OnlyFans. I don't know what website this was on. To sell specifically her dirty underwear. Okay. After I said I was not cool with that. So I come home and she says, hey, look what I did. And at this point, we were like, damn, you're living together. So then I broke up with her the moment I found out. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. Bye. All right. You already told her I wasn't about it. And she said, no, I'll, I'll delete the account. I was like, no, you. this is what you want to do. You've made your decision. But so I mean, and what's I'm, the problem? I almost look. regret my decision to break up with her. Well, look, all right. I mean, you're, you're dating someone. I don't think it's within anyone's right to tell. I don't think, you know, your partner doesn't control you. I don't think it's within your right to tell her that she can't do OnlyFans, but it's totally within your right to break up with her for any reason. All right. And you decided that, you know, you didn't want to, you, you decided that you weren't comfortable with it. So you broke up with her, which is fine. But uh, then what are you upset about? Um, I mean, there were a few things that she did after we broke up, like would show up to my work and would like follow me around because I would, uh, I would watch people and stop shoplifters at a store. I can't say sure. what store. Um, and she knew that for for some fucking reason she found that out. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I can I cut? You can say whatever you want on here within. Okay, reason. cool. Cool. No, I won't. I, I'll keep. I'll stay in TOS. Um, gotcha. But no, she would like show up at my work and would know that I'd, I would be in plain clothes and would kind of walk around and do stupid shit like that. Um, and now one of my friends that was friends with her and dated her friend after we broke up would okay. tell me that she lives in like New Zealand or Taiwan or some shit now with a baby daddy. Or not a baby Your daddy. Your ex-girlfriend lives in Taiwan now. I don't know what country. I can't remember because it doesn't matter to me. Okay, if it, if it doesn't matter. I mean, you see, so you're not still hung up on this. I mean, to, to an extent, I am, because uh, I would like, given the chance, I believe 
in my head, I'd be like, I don't want to get back together, but I would, given the chance. I You're think. 19? Yeah. Are you in college right now? Yeah. Uh, it sounds to me, I mean, you know, what, you guys were, you went to Prime together. I think, I th I mean, she, I mean, she lives in a different country. True. Sounds like you two have values that aren't compatible with one another, or, you know, whatever, decisions, whatever, that aren't compatible with one another. Sounds like a good thing that you guys broke up, especially after such a young age, because you didn't seem, doesn't seem like you are right for each other anyway. I mean, now she's living in wherever, doing her life, you know, living her own thing. Uh, you know, I feel like you got to go kind of, I mean, you're, you're 19, man. You haven't even built your life yet. True. And I agree with Chad. I also do feel like I should probably just grow up about it. But for some reason, yeah, she is rich now, motherfucker. Um, but no, I can't, I do struggle to just get over it. And I do feel like I do probably just have to grow up about it. But here's the thing. I mean, with, to when it comes drink. to, what were you going to say? No, I just couldn't cut that string. That was it. When it comes, my feelings when it comes to like you know, nineteen, eighteen, twenty, whatever, in relationships, it's like, dude, you haven't even like, you haven't even taken the amount, the appropriate amount of time that it takes to actually b become anything or build up who you are as Taylor. You know, I mean, there's no reason for you to rush into a, a relationship. You know, I mean, a, a, a partnership. Both people got to. You, 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 you have nothing to bring to the table right now. Not because of anything's wrong with you, but just because you're young. You haven't taken the time to develop yourself. Okay. You know, I feel like now yeah. you you have so much time ahead of you uh, to develop yourself as a person independently of anyone else. Um, so that way, when you are ready to date, you sort of ha have more both independently so that if it doesn't work out, you're less, less, uh, uh, shook okay. by, you know, your dependency, right? Does that make sense? No, yes, it does. Because if you don't have anything going on with yourself, and then you get into a relationship, and that becomes your everything, then when it g goes wrong, you you're get fucked. You fuck yourself. That's a, pretty much exactly what happened. That was all I had. Great. And it's I'm happy that you learned that lesson as a young person. So now you get to... Uh, you should learn that lesson and be like, all right, I'm going to try to develop myself and see what's going on with me alone, you know, my career my values or whatever how i like to interact with the world around okay. me and no. really focus on developing that because you know once you're happy alone you, you have to be happy alone before you seek happiness in others i believe okay no i, I get what you're saying sorry i'm very distracted by people in chat asking for her only fans unfortunately i don't don't know don't, it. don't 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 read the chat <laughs> that, that sounds about right no I, I will scoot away from chat but no you I do see what you're saying. Um, I still don't even really know what I want to do in college. I'm still trying to figure out a lot of things for myself. Exactly. You're still figuring it out. So, I mean, I, I would put 100% of your focus into figuring out as opposed to thinking about, you know, whatever your ex is doing. Okay. No, I, seem, I dwell on that a lot. I don't really focus on myself. Yeah, dude, don't dwell. Dwelling... Dwelling uh, won't help you, and plus you're so young. I mean, so many things could happen to you. You could die. You could get hit by a car. 
But uh, I mean, that's just one thing. Uh, so many things can happen to you that you don't even know what they are. But if you're not, if you're dwelling, if you're thinking about the past, you're not looking at what's in front of you. I mean, you have so much opportunity coming your way. I re- I really do believe that. Or or I could get hit by a car. Or you could get hit by a car, but you will never know. <laughs> that was such a stark choice to go to go directly to. I mean, I look, it's the elephant in the room. At, at any point, I mean, I could get hit by a car right now. A car could bust through my fucking house and kill me. True. That is, that is very true. Where one of those garbage trucks will just run us over. We'll never know what happens. Well, listen, Taylor, good luck to you, and um, I hope that you don't get hit by a car and die. Well, thank you so much, Gecko. Can I see if my brother has a question for you through no. me? Never you mind. The rest of the night. You too. Call from Stockton Dogs. Stockton Dogs? Hi. Hey, what's up, dude? Oh, yeah, dude. My name is Cruz. That's my first name. Hello, Cruz. <laughs> Stockton Dogs is my business. I'm a dog sitter. You're a dog sitter? Yep, that's what I do. Stockton dog. Why uh is is I I don't want to dox you, but is that like your last name or something? No, Stockton, California. That's where I live. Uh, are there a lot of dogs in Stockton, California? Um, yeah, there's more in the Bay, which I wish I was, you know, over there, San Francisco, Oakland area, but it's all good. Yeah. You, got you got to how come you don't go the I I I I would assume you would want to go where all the dogs are. Um. Yeah, I'm building up to it. I'll get there. Mm. How long <laughs> have you been? How long have you been sitting dogs for? About three years. <laughs> and what got you into the game? I love dogs. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you don't have a dog. I have a dog. Where? What do you mean where? Where's your dog at? I've never seen your dog. I don't know, they're dog. somewhere. Sometimes they go out, and they don't tell me mm. where they're going. Well, you know, when you go to Brazil or wherever you're going next, I'll, I'll, I'll ship them over to you. you. I'll put them in a box. Yes. I'll write Stockton Dogs on. I'll drop it off at UPS. Mm-hmm. I got you. Um, <laughs> I, You know, I like this because I hate kids. If you told me you were a babysitter, oh. I'd be like... That's disgusting. They're that sounds the like a worst. horrible job. Oh, they're so annoying. I hate kids too. But I could I do dogs. Yeah. Although <laughs> I'm actually I'm very particular about my dogs. Like I uh-huh. at least I kind of hate at least half dog breeds. I'm very specific with the kind of dogs I like. I like mm. big dogs, like you know yeah. the golden retrievers, uh, huskies. Um, I'm, I like Shibus. Shibus are big now with the dog coin. Shibus. I think you mean Shiba Inu. Shiba Inus. Okay. You just said it weird. What did I say? You said Shibu. Shiba Inu. <laughs> that, that's, it was similar. Uh, okay. What else? I like Corgis. Oh, yeah. They're cute. But there's so many dogs I hate. Like, uh, like I hate like... Tiny, crusty, white, f- fluffy. Yeah. Dog. You know, the, you know those dogs. Hate those dogs. Okay. Well, you know, don't be a hater. 
You gotta love all I'm, a, I'm a bit of a hater when it comes to those dogs. <laughs> um, like, there's a little, like, ti- like the tiny, the bigger the dog, the more I like. A big fan, I like, like, I, like if Clifford were a real dog, that would be so sick dog. But oh, there's so many, like, yeah. there's so many, like, little tiny rat dogs that I just, they disturb me. Yeah, well, most of them are, like, you know, they're nervous, so they're I know. shaking, barking, I know, I know. There's so, I, 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 like I don't know why, but it like makes me mad how scared they are. It's like, you know, grow up. You know, we all got to do this. We all got to do. We all got to be alive. Well, I don't know why you're freaking yeah, out. That's true. I mean, uh, so some of the dogs I sit. I well, first I evaluate them. I call it a meet and greet, but really I'm testing to see if I like your dog enough or not. What is your and, What is your criteria? Uh, well, they have to get along with my dog. She's a nine-year-old pug. Her name is Muppy. You know, uh, she's the best thing in the world. So if their dog doesn't get along with my dog, then get the heck out of here. So, um, and I want to make sure they're all up to date with their vaccines because that's important. I don't want any dogs to get sick in my house because they do it for my home. That's um. That's that's. I'm glad to hear that you know things are going well enough that you like can pick and choose the dogs. You're not like desperate for dogs that you'll just take any yeah, shitty dog. Exactly. I don't want them like. I don't. Oh right. What you were saying about like dogs that are scared. I don't like dogs who are submissive. Like you reach down to pet them and they just roll over on their back and they're just like ah like I don't like that. Wait, you said submissive. Submissive, like where they just kind of—I don't know how to explain it. I don't. I don't but isn't it? Wouldn't isn't that what you? Isn't that ideal for you as a dog sitter? Wouldn't the more submissive the dog make your job easier? I mean, obedient for sure. If they're well trained or well behaved, that's prime for me. They like have good recall, you know. I feel like submissiveness and obedience are—they're. If if not the same trait, similar traits that trend alongside each other. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what that I'm that's it's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, if you're a dog sitter, you'll you'll see uh, all these characteristics that they have. That dogs are awesome overall. What did you say your name was? My name is Cruz. Like Santa Cruz, Cruz, have you ever eaten out of the garbage? Yes. That's, by the way, the first definitive, confident yes I've gotten uh, this evening. Absolutely. I would love Somebody to hear this threw story. away a freaking Pop-Tart, like, you know, in the, sil- like the silver packaging. They just threw it away. And I was like, well, it's still wrapped and everything. So that's definitely mm-hmm. good. And where, what was the context of this? What garbage can? Was it in a park? Was it in your house? Was it? It was at my school when I was like in sixth grade or something. (laughs) I'm sure I've eaten trash other times, but you know, just thinking about it, that's for sure a time that I was like, give me that pop tart. It's cool that you've eaten trash because I feel like that would connect you more with the dogs. 
Because I'm sure that most dogs have eaten out of the trash. Oh, like yeah. Level, you can relate to them on that level. Mm-hmm. The big dogs, you know, they got easier access to to get up in there. Uh, my roommate's dog eats trash all the time. Pulls it out. Yeah, have they gotten anything good? You gotten everything? You guys, have they gotten anything where you're kind of jealous that you didn't get to it first? <laughs> um, you know, just half-eaten sandwiches or something with cheese. They like cheese, grapes, fruit. It's a good get. They, they eat it all. Dogs are scavengers. Get. They're little. They're little vacuum cleaners. They well, eat it all up. Well, listen, Cruz. Um, I'll let you know if I if I go out of town. And I want to. I'll give you my dog. Yep, Stockton dogs. Stockton dogs, rock and roll. Well, thank you so much, Stockton dogs. You have a good rest of the night. All right, Gecko. See ya. Call from Carlo. 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 Hey, what's up, man? Are you high? Oh, no. It's just been a long week. You sound high. No, no, no. How high are you? A zero out of ten. But I, I, I was hearing Sarah Lee talk about salmon from the trash, and it reminded me of the salmon from the trash story that I have. Please. Uh, um, I don't know uh, if you want a salmon from the trash story or not, but... All right, so you ate a salmon... From the trash. Well, more or less, yeah. So it wasn't from the trash, but it, it should have been in the trash. So I had the salmon, and we I, I saw this, like, you remember back um, when uh, there was, like, these videos on Facebook all the time that were, like, these recipes real quick? So I saw this one recipe yes. real quick. Yeah, and, it, um, and so I had the salmon. It had gone, like, it should have been in the trash. And so... I made uh, this uh, this recipe that I saw on Facebook, and then the salmon was like really bad, and it made me really really sick. And then uh, and then I went on a hike, and then I was way out in the woods, and uh, and then and then that salmon started uh, acting up, you know. Mm. Oh my God! There's nothing more terrible. Than uh, getting sick in the middle of the woods and having to take a you know diarrhea shit. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what happened. So, um, how did you cope? I, was, I mean, that's an awful experience. So, I, we basically, I was, I was out there and I, I was uh, actually on a first date, and we're out there in the woods and we had like set up like a little uh, a little like hammock spot and we were like chilling, and then suddenly I was like, oh, I think we should probably turn back. And uh, and so we turn back and and I'm, he- I'm we're like kind of heading back and I'm like oh dude I don't think I'm gonna make it and so I kind of scurried out into the woods. So you ran off into the what you abandoned your date to run off into the woods. That's correct. Yeah, it was and it was kind of like a situation where it had to happen. Understandable, understandable. And what came out of your asshole? Uh, how would you rank it from a scale of 1 to 10 in terms of uh, solidity? Oh, in terms of solidity? <laughs> uh, probably like a 1 or a 2. Oh my god. 
It was all liquid. Yeah. Yeah, it was also quite loud. It was it was this very loud. It was this very loud, very explosive experience. Um, and um, with this, yeah, you didn't have the chance to wipe, I assume. So that's the thing. So yeah, no. So I'm out there, and I'm like, well, what am I gonna do? So I take off my shoe. I take off my sock, and I do the best I can with a single sock, mm. and then just chuck it into the woods. You know, a single sock, I mean, uh, first of all, uh, props to you. That was very resourceful. A single sock is enough to get you, well, the date's over. You're done. Yeah, I mean, well, we still had, you know, we didn't make it quite back. So it's like we still have more hike to do, you know what I mean? Wait, you, so how, uh, so you continue to hike with a, sh- with a, I mean, you can do the best you can with the sock, but you still probably have a very shitty asshole at that point. Yeah, yes, but it's. 80% better. 80%? You you got rid of 80% with one little sock? Well, so when I when I was, you know, squatting down to do the business, I had in my mind that I was going to have, you know, I was I was trying to forecast into the future. Mm. Uh, and so I was like, how can I make this the, the cleanest I possibly can with the situation sure. at hand? Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I did my best. Spread. Yeah. Okay, so you said you spread to ensure that on its way out, it wouldn't sort of muck up the walls of the ass cheeks. To the best of my ability at the time, yeah. That was smart of you. What I would have been afraid of is, all right, let's say you squat and you spread. Um, Uh A a couple things things would happen here, I think. One is you would risk it sort of like... Sort of in the way that, like, when you pee, when you have an erection, it's sort of, like, mm. forks off. I would be afraid of it forking off and, like, Wait. getting on your fingers. T- tell me about more about your fork-off analogy, because I that's not my uh, like experience. If, like, like, if it, like, comes out, it, there's not, it wouldn't, like, fork... You, you, you weren't afraid of getting some on your hands? No, 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 no. You put the, you put the, the palms, like, fingers spread... Against yeah. the side of your cheeks, mm-hmm. and then pull instead of like grab and and pull. It's it's more of a it's it's a more tactical uh, approach, which ended up being more effective, I think, than what you would have done. Did you wash? Were you, were you able to wash your hands afterwards? Uh, we're in the woods. All I have is my backpack and a hammock. So Did no. you have hand sanitizer in your backpack? Honestly, I don't remember, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and. This- no, no. Oh my god. Another problem with the the spreading is that I feel like, you know, uh, what happens if you lose your balance and you oh, end I, up like, I, I, falling I, I, over? I, I have pretty good balance. Yeah, yeah, no. It was kind of on a hill, so I was kind of able to... I had to, like, scurry down the hill and then... Um, and then I and then I was able to kind of support myself, like you know, there's a slope, so I was I was able to you know have a pretty mm-hmm. solid foundation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how did the how did the rest of the date, uh, so how did the how did the rest of the date go? Uh, we're still together. It's been five years, so. Well, I'm very happy to hear that, Carlos. Yeah, Carlo. You have a wonderful night. Yeah, you too. I love you, Gay. I love you too, Carlo.
call from? Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Oh, hello? Eliyahu Hanaviv. Eliyahu Hatishiv. Eliyahu, Eliyahu, Eliyahu. That's the song that they used to sing in, um, in, uh, I want to call it, I want to say Hebrew school or synagogue. I don't know. That's what we did in synagogue. It's called Eliyahu. What's your name? Aaliyah. How old are you, Aaliyah? 18. You're 18,000 years old? That's very old. I'm surprised you made it this far. I know. I'm, I'm dust by now. The average human being lives to be only uh, 24, but you you, you live to be 18,000. That's pretty impressive. How do you feel about this accomplishment? Well, kind of, kind of gets to me sometimes since I lived past most of my family and friends. You lived past, you outlived all your family and friends. You must be very lonely. Oh, yeah. This is why I don't want to turn a life. (laughs) Yeah. Aaliyah, yeah. what are you doing right now, Aaliyah? Um, just watching your stream with my boyfriend and cat. I called like 50,000 times and I was like, I have a story, I have a story. And I've watched like so many of your streams that I wanted to tell a story for. Well, I, I'd, I'd love to hear your story, Eliyahu. No, that was what I said. Okay, okay, okay. Um... So, uh, garbage, we, everyone considers garbage, you know, differently, depending on who you are. And I consider bugs garbage, obviously. And, uh, when I was 10, I, I went into my kitchen. It was the day after New Year's and my family had a bunch of sparkling cider bottles just left and laying around the place. Um, and... I thought this bottle wasn't opened yet because, <laughs> you know, uh, some of them you can like screw the lid back onto it. But it turned out that that morning, way before I woke up, my younger sister, which was like five at the time, she opened the bottle <laughs> that night and um, left it open, left the cap off of it. And we had cockroaches in my apartment at that time. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, they all flooded the inside of it and I couldn't see it was dark in the kitchen that morning and she uh before anyone woke up she went back into the kitchen and she put the lid back onto it because she was afraid she'd get in trouble (laughs) so me being myself I went into the kitchen and I was like oh leftover cider I'm gonna I'm gonna take a quick swig before the adults wake up so uh, I did, and I got a mouth full of roaches. Oh my god! Yep. How did you react? Um. Well, I swallowed about half of the the, the gulp I took, and then I spit the other half out <laughs> when I realized that there was clumps in my mouth. Mm, roach clumps. And how many roaches approximately do you think you swallowed? At least twenty. 20? Hey, 
Okay, they, I'm not, like, don't How think of, like. When I think of a cockroach, I think of, like, a big ass. How many no, no, fucking thing? Not, I lived, uh, it was, uh, I lived in Nevada at this time, and, like, I'm counting, like, baby cockroaches, too, and they're not big. They're not, like, uh, so, at least 20, like, if you think of, like, the, like, babies and, like, all of that, so, it's gross. Wow, and uh, I mean, uh, I imagine you fell into a, a state of horror. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I till this day I can't drink anything that had like a bottle, like it has to have a lid over it. I can drink out of cups if they're clear and I can see through the liquid I'm drinking. Um, but if there's like a bottle of like Dr Pepper or something and it's left open. Somewhere where a bug or something could crawl into it, I just won't drink it because I I have that fear now inside of me. Why did when your little sister put the cider back? She didn't know that there were roaches no. in it, did she? Yeah, no, she didn't. And you know, she was actually the one that was going to take a drink first because we both were in the kitchen, and she didn't tell me that she was the one that opened it and then didn't put the lid on. You know, she didn't tell me any of that until we got older. Um, but she was going to take the drink first, actually. And I was like, no, wow. I'm older. So I grabbed it from her. Wow. You, you, you got what you, what you, uh, yep. what, you know, I, what was coming to you. Yep. Yep. I learned quickly not to be the first person to do everything. Mm, see, sometimes, you know, you assert your dominance and it just doesn't work out in your favor. Yep. And that has followed me through life. Well, uh, you know, look, I'm glad to hear that you've learned your lesson. I hope that you uh, have been humbled enough by this experience to, um, you know, allow you to flourish in the future. Yep, yep. And I'm glad I could I could get it off my chest and share it with, I don't know, 700 people. Well, I'm glad you could too, Kate. C- c- uh, hold on. Aaliyah. You didn't have to give yes. me your last name. Oh, no, no. It's I just said Aaliyah, like the singer, you know, the one that died. Oh, I thought you said your name was Aaliyah Singer. No, no, no. I'd be crazy if I gave you my last name. People people gave me the last You know, they could be crazy, but, you you know, you'd trust me. I could trust you, but uh, everyone else, I don't know. What, you can't do that much with a last name, really. I guess. I mean... Sometimes people try, like, really hard with their, like, stockings and stuff and such. If someone wanted to kill me, they I probably could. They probably would have done it by now, I think. I mean, you're right. If, if, somebody, if somebody had a personal vendetta against you, they would. Well, listen, Aliyah, thank you so much for uh, sharing your story. I'll talk to you again soon. Yep, have a wonderful you, night. Yeah, I hope hope you find your uh, wallet. I hope I do too. Mhm. Mhm. Good night, Leah. Good night. Call from Milkman. Milkman. Hey, how's it going? I'm a gecko on the computer, dude. Uh, we all know that. 
I like that scene there for a moment when you were showing your belly. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. What did you like I about can't it? Relate. I have a very similar belly, maybe a little bigger. Really? How much do you weigh? 288 pounds. That's awesome. How much do you weigh? Uh, I haven't weighed myself in a while, but I think like 180-something. But I'm also pretty short. Yeah, I'm I'm six foot one, so. Okay. But I'm definitely a heavy set man. What um? What do you do with your life? Um, I do a lot of work. Hang out with my daughter. Play on the computer. Play video games, and I like to play music as well. How much does she weigh? Oh, mm, she's four. I'd, I'd say she might weigh like 40 pounds. 40 pounds. Is that, that's, that's normal for a four-year-old, right? Yeah, she's pretty average. Are you work? You have a daughter that weighs yeah. 40 pounds. What do you work as? What do you do? I'm a maintenance mechanic. I work on industrial air compressors. Industrial air compressors? Yeah. What is an industrial air compressor? Just a really big air compressor. Like, I don't know, they're like almost the size of a car. What is an air compressor? It's a device that compresses air. You know what? Honestly, I'm a little pissed off that you said that. If anyone, if I had asked anyone else <laughs> what that was, but you actually, you work on these things. Uh, I mean, it, and it, it, if it, I had it, asked anyone else and they had said that, I would have been like, all right, I deserve that. But you, I'm pissed off because you should be able to give me a more detailed explanation of these things. Because considering you could make one out of sticks if you wanted to. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far. I, I mean, I can try and get into detail about it. No, now that I think about it, that should be kind of boring. Have you ever yeah, eaten out of the trash? Uh, I've never eaten out of the trash. I've eaten some fairly gross things before. Like what? Um, I don't know. Back when I was like 14, maybe 13. Uh, for my birthday, my mom put together this party where we all ate re these really weird combinations of foods. And uh, one of the combinations that I ate was ice cream and salsa. And that was uh, ice cream that was and pretty, salsa. It was pretty gross. Another person had chocolate and mustard. Another person had a Pop-Tart with a tomato on it. Uh, were any of these good? No, no, I don't think so. Like, well, I, I think there were some that weren't like horrible, but none were like, man, that's actually pretty good. I'm going to do that again. How many years ago was this? Uh, 11, I'm 24. We're going off 13 years old. Do you miss being a child? Uh, yeah, I miss being a child, but I also really like being an adult. You know, I got, I got a lot more freedom. I got money. Do what I want. What do you I like guess. about being an adult? 
Um, basically just the freedom of it, I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm my own person. Like how you can get on the internet and dress up as a gecko. You might sure. not have been able to do that as a kid. Actually, I feel like I really kind of feel like at any age I could do I could dress up as a gecko and go on the internet. I mean, you have to be 13 years old to use any of the services that I use, so maybe like 13. But that was when you had your yeah. um, tomato pop tart party. <laughs> yes, uh, you could be you could be eating a tomato pop tart on a on a stream. It's funny you say because as a 13 year old, I could not professionally fix uh, industrial air compressors, but I could be a gecko. I don't think I could do that either. I think I was only able to do it as an adult. I was kind of stupid as a kid, you know? When I used to do stand-up comedy, I had this joke where I was like, um, being an actor is the easiest job on a film set because it's the only job on a film set that a child can do. Like, there's no child boom mic operators. (laughs) That's actually very true. I never even thought about that. Um, have you eaten I mean, out children, of the trash? I, I feel know. like I feel like we could I feel like we could boost the economy if we put more children to work. Well, probably. Let me ask you a question. Your four-year-old does she have any marketable skills? She could probably fight in the in the in the toddler UFC. I'd watch that. That could generate revenue. Yeah, she whoops, she whoops my ass all the time. Would that be illegal? Is that illegal to make children fight each other for entertainment? Not if you don't get caught. What did you say your name was? Milkman. You have a good rest of the night, Milkman. Thank you for talking to me. You too, man. Williams during the March spring sale, March 15th through the 25th, and get 35% off paints and stains with prices starting at $28.92. That means 35% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, get 35% off all of our other colors. Stop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Click the banner to learn more. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you. And you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting betterhelp.com gecko today. 
to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash gecko.